Okay, let's chat about Spider-Man 3. Um, it's, oh, wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you picked this one. Or no, did. you did pick it. No, well, actually, this was a, a wheel. wheel movie, but it was my pick to put it on the wheel. Right. Uh, so I guess, yeah, I'll, I'll just start off by saying, I, I know this movie isn't like a particularly well-received movie by a lot of people, but uh, I think it's hilarious. Uh, just because it has like, there's, there's a few things going on. Number one, like there, I feel like the comedy in there is like, it, it's very short, but it's very cringy, but like very funny. Um, and then it's like, it's what I would want a superhero movie to try to do. You know, they, they didn't always hit on everything. Like the Sandman is actually a pretty terrible villain. Um, but like they took three separate villains and tried to shove them into one movie. And I love when they try and like bring storylines together. And they like kind of sort of did that uh, to varying degrees of success, but I, I appreciate the effort. Um, and it's just like, it's just a, to me, it's just like a fun movie because I think Venom's one of the cooler villains. Um, I don't really think they did everything they absolutely could have with that particular villain. But again, like I just appreciate them like trying to interlace so many things in one movie like arguably it's too much, but like, I love it. Uh, so that's kind of, I think the main reason I like it. But when I was watching it last night, I actually found myself enjoying the funny parts more so than anything. <laughs> like uh, one thing that jumped out to me and I just, I, I laughed out loud every single time it happened. Every single one of the villains got whacked in the head like really hard. Uh, and I just, <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. Like the, the, um, James Franco's character like flew into a pipe and just was like, donk out. And that was like actually a pretty major plot point. Um, I literally wrote that down as Harry <laughs> takes a mad brutal hit. Yeah, it looks, <laughs> it looked so painful. I Wait, know, so but... was this not well received around the board? When it came out, no, that's the reason yeah. they didn't make a Spider-Man Four is because this movie was so poorly this, received. This just ended it. Yeah, but it's yeah, I, yeah it it wasn't particular. But like to me, it's just like it's a fun, it's a fun watch. It's like is the Sandman got whacked in the head when he was trying to run out of the little particle thing, um, mm. and that's like how that whole thing happened. Which whole lot of questions there, but you know whatever. It's just a movie. I um, think for me, it was like. I don't know. I've seen this dozen times, you know, just because I throw it on. It's some, I just love the Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. And for me, like actually watching it this time to kind of read into it a little more than I always norm or that I never do. I actually, I mean, I don't think it's a great movie, but I, it's, I don't think it deserves the flack it gets. Like, that's, yeah, I, I think like, I actually really like the Sandman character. I think it's, I think that's the better, one of the better parts of the movie. And the CGI for that character is pretty cool. But the CGI at the end when they're fighting and you can see Peter literally looks like a video game character. Like, yeah. I'm like, how did they, how did they do this? But also like how, I mean, I don't know if I can't remember if this was just like good for the time or if it's just like, like they, they literally like wrote words in spider web at the end. And I'm like, okay, guys, come on. <laughs> I don't think it was good. Well, the thing is, so I watched all, 
I watched both movies, the first two before I watched this to like kind of, you know, watch the whole trilogy. And I don't know, it, the first two movies had better CGI than this one. So I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I don't know. But the uh, the other thing that just I, I find hilarious about this movie is like the entire sequence of like emo Toby Maguire. Uh, it's just so funny to me. I mean, uh, it has one of the best scenes in movie history. Yeah, yeah I mean, right? it's just like got like all the dancing and that in the end of Bowfinger are probably the best. Two yeah, scenes one and two time. right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I yeah, I also like the Venom character a lot. I think it's he's a uh, super interesting, and I actually like Topher Grace as Eddie Brock. I think he's kind of perfect because I didn't see the new Venom movie. Um, I just I can't. I want to see it, but I'm just like I don't know. I heard the reviews and I don't know. I, but, I don't think they've done that character justice yet. Okay. Because yeah. I actually liked the Venom design of this one a lot. I wish he was a little bulkier, but I liked the face design looked pretty cool. And it looked actually kind of creepy if it was, I don't know. The thing I would say about the like actual character design, and I guess the CGI for that is like, I didn't really like how they like had uh, like the face showing. Like I get that they were like having like, like dialogue but mm -hmm. to me venom is like you know you you're completely taking taken over it's like that like symbiote relationship um but like you're not there anymore so like i wanted less of the eddie brock character and more of venom mm -hmm. i did think venom is a really cool like backstory for a a villain you know like that little i don't know what to call it you know like whatever a specimen Spe like an alien symbiote, basically. Symbiote, or yeah. Alien. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then, like, with the sound. Like, I, I thought that whole storyline's really cool. I, I did think the whole time I was watching it, though, it's, like, so nostalgic that I was like, oh, if this was a new movie that came out today, I feel like there'd be all these parts I'd nitpick. But while I was watching it, I was just like, oh, it's a classic. Like, yeah. I love even the bad parts. Like, it's... Mm -hmm. I also, every time I see a Spider-Man now... I personally think how good Tom Holland is as a Spider-Man. Just like how much sense it makes for him to play Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. That's also interesting because I also agree. I actually, I'm watching all of the Spider-Mans right now because this got me in the mood. Um, I just finished uh, Homecoming and I loved Tom Holland. But I don't know. There's something about P Tobey Maguire that I really, really like. I think how awkward he is, like especially in the first two films. And something I wrote down in this one, was I really actually like his spunk in the beginning. He's like kind of confident, which that's something we've never really seen from his character before. He's always kind of depressed and awkward and in love with Mary Jane. And he's never happy. I feel like he's always around it's death. Like, and It's just the nerd with the alter ego. Exactly. Yeah. And I actually kind of like how his character was kind of, you know, into the Spider-Man character in the beginning. He's like, oh, they love me, like things like that. And I like that part about him. And I think if they did made a couple more films, they would have gotten to kind of where tom holland's got where i don't know i i think tom holland's is kind of like in my opinion like a younger version of toby's because in the first film toby's graduating high school and in tom holland's he's like 14 so he's like a sophomore so yeah i kind of feel like i kind of agree with you in that i i always think of toby Maguire when i think of spider-man but also like i think it, uh, for the story like i think a younger spider-man is better and I liked his like almost like cockiness towards the beginning of this movie, like where he was kind of feeling himself a little bit. 
Um, but I only think that worked because he was so doofy in the first two movies. Uh, and so you kind of like watched him grow into like, like, oh, like I'm actually doing all right here. And that kind of like actually ended up, you know, playing against him in this movie. But I, I think that's yeah. the reason I like that. And if I can contrast that with the um, the second series of Spider-Man, um, with, uh, who was who the actor? In that Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Andrew Garfield. I didn't like that one because he was he was like like a cool kid like too and that's cool totally not what he's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be he's supposed to make be like any a, doofy, sense. a doofy nerd who like you know happens to get bit by a spider but like that's not as good makes me think more of like kick-ass yeah you know and, not and quite that, but, but that's, it's like the storyline of yeah that's the good thing about tom holland though is he is he's like awkward doofy he he plays the spider-man character well but like he's not like he's just awkward, which makes him perfect for it. Mm -hmm. I think so. Kind of when Tom Holland, when he first appeared in like Civil War and you know, when Homecoming came out, I feel like people were like, this is what Spider Man's supposed to be, you know, the struggle with his high school work and relationships and things like that. And they achieved that, you know, a lot. And, but I think with Toby, they, they made him struggle with, you know, paying rent and, working so it's like the same thing but not with school so they basically made him older yeah. which i agree I, I like seeing the younger side of peter parker but i also i'm glad they kind of did this post um high school i think it's it's just fun. interesting that they did this almost in reverse order you'd almost expect the younger version to be first and then you show an older version but you know mm -hmm. they've rebooted this so many times that it's like right also but. something that i was like i wrote down i was like why is he getting picked on in college that doesn't happen yeah, like that's when true. The, the kid, like, I was a spitball or something. He threw something. And I was like, like this doesn't happen in, in college. <laughs> yeah. But um, also, J.K. Simmons, perfect. He's literally the perfect. <laughs> I was about to say, because also this movie's so old that, like, I wasn't really aware of actors. I think, you know, like, when you watch it as much as we are now. And it's one of those movies where I'm like, wait, that was J.K. Simmons? Like, I didn't even think of him back then. And like, mm -hmm. what a hilarious role. Like, I would have never thought of this. Or even James Franco, I, I wouldn't have, like, if you said, like, name James Franco movies, I wouldn't have thought of Spider-Man at all. I, I really like him. I'm, I'm not a huge James Franco fan, to be honest, but I really like him, actually, as Harry in these movies. I think yeah. it works. He's, he plays a good rich kid. He's also one of the more nuanced, like, I feel like in a lot of these superhero movies, the characters aren't really that deep. Like this Eddie Brock guy, like the guy that uh, Topher Grace plays, not really a very deep character. He's just kind of like the douchey photographer who becomes Venom, but like there's like not much in him other than he doesn't like Peter Parker. Um, right. But with, with James Franco's character, Harry, like he like has this whole relationship with his dad and Peter and Mary Jane. It's, it's actually like one of the more complex ones. And I think he actually played it pretty well. Um, I don't know because like I feel like not all superhero movie characters actually go that deep not that mm -hmm. that's like super deep but it's deeper than I think most go and that's something like I know they wanted to in the newer ones with this, Tom Holland I think they wanted to revert from telling the origin because everyone's like oh we've seen that so many times but mm -hmm. like that's something I really like about these especially with um, Spider-Man and Harry it's like you have their backstories like it's a great trilogy because you get so much of their character and you understand their stories and you connect with them more in my opinion at least i think that's one of the reasons i actually like 
like the I, the reason I wouldn't have I don't even think I did pick any other Spider-Man movie. I picked Spider-Man three is because like it's one of the more like like you don't have to you you already know a little bit about their development. Like you're you're more just like it's it's a slightly more interesting story if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Also, is this where James Franco lazy eye started to hit him? Because he's got a really big lazy eye, and when he's talking to Peter um, at when he's confronting him basically and after the after face he, injury no it's before he's he's talking mm-hmm. to peter in the cafe basically and i think he's he told him that he's the other guy for mary jane and his one of his eyes oh. is just like like <laughs> i'm like dang i don't know if this guy's tired yeah maybe it's all method yeah <laughs> oh yeah when the sandman was getting like when he appeared in this whatever whatever it is this where he turns into the Sandman, basically. Those are the worst workers ever. When there was like this, <laughs> that little dot, they're like, oh, it's probably just a bird. Yeah, this important scientist experiment. Like, like <laughs> And like, yeah, someone runs in there and they're not going to like alert the lab that like someone ran into. They don't have like just... security cameras or anything like that. They don't even have a camera like on the thing they're testing. Right, right. This is like uh, Homer Simpson running the nuclear plant. Yeah, exactly. Just... Right. Yeah. And yeah, I actually sorry. didn't like the CGI for like, it, it was, it was an interesting concept. I think towards the end, that's the, the CGI for Sandman was pretty questionable. Uh, like it, when he's just this big blob and I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but he, and he's like, and, and it seemed like every single place he went for anything, there just happened to be like a truck full of sand. I was ask that at first. I was like, does he need the sand? Because it's quite convenient yeah, that there's a sand truck in the city. Yeah, that's a great question. Because I don't know. Because when he, at the end, was he on the roof, when he was on the rooftop, he just flew away. And there was no sand. I don't know. That's a great question. BYO sand. I don't know. Like, <laughs> these are the questions. But, like, that's why, like, I feel like he, I wouldn't say he's nearly as deep a character as, uh, as uh, James Franco's character. But... He did have that whole thing with his daughter where like you kind of are made to feel sad for him a little bit. They also, and this is one of the things I like about movies is when they try and tie it back to something that happened previously. So like they they like almost like completely changed how Uncle Ben had died or at least how you thought he died um, by saying like he was actually the one who killed him, which, you know, I'm sure some people are like, just leave it alone. Like that's just a part of the origin story. Don't Don't ruin it. Um, but I, you know, I like how they tried to make his complex, his character a little more complex. Um, I don't, maybe to varying, I don't know how successful that was, but you know, I, I appreciate the effort to tie it back into something else. Cause that's, that's, that's always what I'm looking for in terms of a plot is just like, you know, let, let's, let's make this a complete story. Right. I, 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 when they fought, I think it was in the sewer when, uh, Peter was fighting the Sandman. I, he, mentioned something about uncle ben after he found out he was like everything like he was like what does it mean to you and he said everything i was like that's kind of stupid because he could figure out uncle ben his nephew is peter he's like oh peter parker spider-man i don't know he could have made that connection if he really thought about it he's like why would he be so upset about this one guy he just shot randomly you know but also like i don't know why he was hanging around new york there's i have a lot of questions about that particularly but like he so like he goes to like see his daughter drop off some mail that like wasn't getting sent apparently or something and then you know he knows something like i mean if i just fell in like a particle 
physics thing. And I was now like a thing of sand. Like, I don't know what I'm thinking right now, you know, but he's just like, oh, I'll just go home. I'll have some bread. I'll see my daughter. And like, but then it, once he realized he's like on the run, why is he hanging around New York? Like get out of there, dude. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know. I don't, I don't really, he could go to the beach. Exactly. He could, he could be the beach. <laughs> yeah. That actually seems like the ideal place for him to go. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But but whatever. It's just uh, meant to yeah. be fun, I guess. You should have wore your Sandman shirt. You have one that's similar to his. Yeah, well, I don't think I have it anymore, but anymore. I did for a long time. But... Oh. I will say yeah. he's it's one like of the Freddy more... Freddy Krueger kind of. I mean, just it the is. Stripes, it does have, like it a, does have Freddy Krueger vibes. That's true. Freddy vibes. <laughs> he is one of the more comic book accurate villains, which I kind of like. Like how he looks and you know his backstory. Yeah. I mean, I'm not super familiar with the comics, but I know it. I like how he looks and I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. They tried something new. Actually, that was probably a trick. I mean, so it looked like Thomas church. Mm-hmm. So it looks like it was a, I feel like that would be a slightly more complicated one to act. Cause like, you're like, am I, am I here? Am I like this side of my face is like in a train? Like what? Right. Am- right. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, nuance to that, that, you know, probably is super underappreciated. Yeah. Sorry, Thomas Church. But <laughs> something I wrote down was when the symbiote first crawled on Peter when he was laying in bed. You know how he was laying in bed and it crawled into him and he woke up as Black Spider Man. And then he went, I think it was later on in the movie, he went in his closet to go fight. I think it was Sandman. It was like when he confronted Sandman. And there was two suits there was a red suit and a black suit, and he chose the black one. My thought was when it crawled on him and covered him head to toe, what happened to the red suit? How was there a second one in the closet and a black one? I don't know. That didn't make any sense to me. Well, because like at the end when he like went home and he pulled the suit, like the box out from under his bed and it was the red right. Spider-Man suit and he was like going to brush this one off. Right. I was like, how did so, the, like, when the black one crawled on him, like where did the red one go? Did it just. He's a master well, seamstress. I, I feel like it's meant to like imply that it's like going over the red one, but. Okay. So couple couple things there. Number one. If that's not true, which it seems like it isn't because he's pulling it out from under his bed, that means Venom didn't like show up as Venom for him. It showed up as like the black Spider-Man suit for him. And he could like take it off very easily, which he could not do later. There's there's something. But then but then like why would it show up as Spider-Man suit like if it's not over an existing Spider-Man suit? It would show up as I would expect it to show up as like the actual venom. It seemed like it was like a, a way to just get out of some CGI work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for me, my take on this is with the whole takeover as venom thing. I always think about one of my favorite TV episodes of all time, The Haunted Mask, the Goosebumps show. And she puts it on, you know, a couple times before it actually sticks to her skin. Oh yeah, got my goosebumps tattoo here. But yeah, she puts it on. She's able to take it off a couple times. And then every time she puts it on, it's harder to take off. And I think that's kind of similar with the suit, I feel like. And it's almost like a, not a demon, but it's almost like its own entity and it takes you over. So it's, I think it chooses its host and how it turns, like how it changes the host essentially. So it's like, it picks Eddie. Well, I guess it doesn't pick Eddie. That's why it's confusing. Because usually in demonic possession, they go for assume, the weakest. Like I would the, assume it picks the one that has the most like anger. And, and like towards the beginning, like everything was, you know, like Mary J was like, 
having an issue and like uh you know he thought that basically his friend and his girlfriend were turning on him so like he was kind of angry so i thought maybe that was why it latched onto him and then when it did like go to eddie brock he had just said like i just want to like kill peter parker so like i assumed it was just like going to whoever's like the angriest I also, I, okay, I wrote that down when he said, I just want you to kill Peter Parker. I was like, that is really intense. <laughs> such a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. He's not even Venom yet. Like, <laughs> I thought it would, he just wanted to humiliate him. So I thought the whole movie was going to be like, he just pulls Spider-Man's underwear, like pants <laughs> off and he's just in his underwear and he's like, how's that feel? And then leaves. Uh-huh. He's just, like, he pants him. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, that's all I needed. I'm out of here. Yeah. So, yeah. and then like, in terms of locations, I feel like there's, I mean, a lot of it's just in New York, but uh, do we have any in yet? Not that I could think of. I know we have the, the pizza place from the second one. I know we have that in there, Joe's Pizza, mm-hmm. which is an actual pizza place. And I don't know, I'll have to, I mean, it's so many different places in New York. I feel like I've been kind of, hes- I've been not hesitant. I've been putting off locations in New York just because there's so many. I mean, we do have a, quite a bit in New York City, but. I, I had to get, you know, other states that we were missing. It's like the New Yorks and the LAs have so, exactly. many, uh, so many locations. Right. But I'll do like a, I think I'll do like a Spider-Man day where I just do all the Spider-Man movies. That'll be cool. Yeah. What about, what about ratings? Uh, how many, to- oh, yeah. how many emo Toby, Toby Maguire's would you <laughs> rate this movie? <laughs> Jesse, what do you think? Um, for reference, I'm looking at IMDb right now, and they rated it 6.2 out of 10. <laughs> well, I also feel like that a part of that is user reviews, I feel like, too. Yeah, that's true. Which is why I like IMDb. Sidetrack, side note. Sorry, Jesse. But one of the reasons why I like IMDb better than Rotten Tomatoes, hot take, is because a lot of it's user-based reviews, whether Rotten Tomatoes is all these critics. And I personally like user reviews better because you can pick and choose who you know if you find someone who likes similar movie tastes you can trust their review and then a critic's gonna judge it based on who knows but sorry jesse how many uh, emo tobies do you get (laughs) um i'm probably going around seven wow um a a lot of that's nostalgia for me Mm -hmm. you know like it's just like a it's a good bad movie yeah you know, like, it just feel like, I usually don't like to give sevens because that's kind of just like, it's the cop this out. Is, yeah, yeah, this is just that, like, it's just like, it is what it is. It's a solid, it's not bad, but it's not great. It just, it is, it's that. It's seven emo Toby wires. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. <laughs> is it because this movie came out in 2007? Ooh. Actually, yeah, I was, I was thinking that. And... I will give this, I will give this, I do like the nostalgia factor and I do have fun with this movie. I'm going to give it a six and a half Toby, emo Tobies based on nostalgia. And it was actually not as bad as I, as everyone, I don't know, like I said earlier, it gives, it gets too much flack in my opinion. There's way worse movies out there than this one. Yeah. And this is better than the amazing Spider-Man movies. So, I mean, I would say next to Tom Holland. This is very clearly this, the second best. Um, is it the best of the trilogy? Mm. Yeah, Joe, what do you think about that? I would say so, <laughs> but that's me, so I don't know. Oh, actually, you're actually saying it's better than... I, I, yeah, I, I think I enjoy this one more than one and two. Oh, you're man, actually, I, wait, you're, you're being honest here? <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. I really hope we have a lot of listeners for this one so they can comment. 
Um, but <laughs> I, I, it stirs the pot a little bit. I, 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 mean, I, I like go, the second one the best, but yeah. What is your review? I, I would go eight emo Toby Maguire's because this is the emo Toby Maguire movie. Like it's, it's got <laughs> that, that like probably the best little sequence in movie history. Uh, <laughs> let's dive into that a little more. And before we do that, I want to say you should be that for Halloween. Oh, that would be amazing. I'm totally. <laughs> I don't and know if he I- could be Gwen Stacy or, you know, Mary Jane, <laughs> but yeah, I want to, like, so I think for me is when I've never noticed this before, but it was like a precursor to that scene, the, the, the dance scene when he's fighting Harry in Harry's apartment or house. I don't know where that's at. The but dance you can, in the street or the club? Both. Where? It's like the okay. scene is before. Whole... So he's fighting Harry, basically. It's when he burns Harry's face. And you can kind of hear subtle jazz hints to the, of the music when they're fighting. And I was like, what is going on right now? What, are they, what kind of tone are they trying to... Is it funny? Is it, you know? And then, oh my gosh, I wrote down the best line is when he flips his hair and he goes, if you want the shots... I'll take the staff job in the, when he's um, in the, the daily bugle and he's like, Oh, I want the full-time job. And he's like, what <laughs> do you want the shots? I'll take the staff job. <laughs> Black suit Spider-Man. Peter, these are incredible. You gotta have these Jonah. I'll pay you the usual rate. If you want the shots, I'll take the staff job. Double the money. You get a lot of like really cringy one-liners in that little sequence, but the whole thing was just so outrageous that I I was just I die. It's it's so funny. I was gonna say another hot take. It was disappointing because that scene is so hyped up in my head because it's the only scene I remember, and there was so much online about that scene that when I saw it in the movie, I was like, wait, this is just it? I thought it was like a 30-minute different music, like. I mean, I guess the whole club, like the jazz club is part of it, I feel. But like, it's a different walking, scene, but it's insane. He's walking down the sidewalk, like hip thrusting. Like, <laughs> Could oh you imagine gosh. actually seeing that and just being like, what the heck is going on? I think it was New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. I, th- I think it was. They probably wouldn't be phased like at all if they actually saw <laughs> Right. <laughs> um. A few days ago, I think I tweeted, I think I tweeted or I tagged you guys in a tweet of the behind the scenes of that. Was that on Twitter? Yeah. It was like, imagine what what do you think he said uh, as a director? Like, (laughs) and do you think like when they, when they say, when they said cut, are they like, oh, that was, that was awesome. (laughs) We're going to use that. (laughs) I can't, I forgot to, yeah, you're shooting and there's like an entire like set of people on the outside watching and they're all like, that was, that was good. That was great. Just nailed it. <laughs> um, also, another hot take. I tweeted this a couple of days ago. Uh, I like Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard is a better Gwen Stacy than Emma Stone. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I, I just, I mean, they didn't dive into her character enough, obviously, but I, I think she fits the part better. I don't know if you've seen Emma Stone's version. but <laughs> I'd say yes, but also, like, I think Emma Stone was better for andrew garfield 100 percent. but andrew garfield was worse than toby so therefore bryce dallas howard is is better than emma stone but if you don't have the if you have the worst toby then you need the worse gwen <laughs> simple logic that's hilarious 
Yeah, I don't, know, I, agree, I don't think I have a very strong opinion on that. I do like Emma Stone, though. I, I don't know. She's good, but I don't know. I, I like her, but I don't know. I mean, I like her and Andrew Garfield a lot. So do I. But that yeah. movie is just a... We don't talk about those movies. <laughs> we, they did but, film one of those in Rochester, though. That's that's like the only thing Scott Gold. I'll make sure that location's in the app. And I'll yeah. we'll put bold letters. We'll put stars around it. We'll make sure you go to that location. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Joe, did you have you looked into any um you know the what the sequel plans were for this one the fourth one no i to be honest i I, I always find it hard because it's like did they like make this and they're like oh my god we've done too much and then they just <laughs> swapped or did they like plan on basically doing that like forever like like i feel like usually it is like three movies and then they're like we're good um so they had they were as they were making this one i think it was the same time they basically signed in for four five six and but toby and the director sam raimi were hesitant they'll they would do the fourth one because sam raimi wanted to redeem himself basically yeah but they so they were gonna do toby and sam raimi were back for the fourth one to redeem himself from this movie basically and then they were kind of curious on five and six they weren't sure if they were gonna do it but the fourth one was going to have um, like Vulture, Mysterio. Um, and they actually had, they have, um, I can send you guys these, but they have like sketches, basically um, a storyboard. They have some storyboard images from the movie and they had a script and everything. And then the studio was like, no, you're not going to do this. Oh. So that's cool. I do but. have this post on my Instagram from May 1st, 2013 of uh, them. Oh, shooting it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, there we go. NYPD cars. That's on your Instagram? Yeah. The caption is Spider-Man filming in the rock. Hashtag NYC lookalike question mark. Hashtag where's Andrew and Emma? <laughs> Got a 12 likes. So it's, it was pretty big on the gram back in the day. Oh, I'm going to repost that on our social media. <laughs> For sure. That's yeah. Funny. User submitted location <laughs> right there. Yeah. More, more user submissions. Perfect. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's not with this movie, but in the second movie, uh, Tobin Maguire got injured shooting Seabiscuit. So Jake Gyllenhaal was oh. going to take over as Spider-Man, which is which have been weird. I, I mean, I love Jake Gyllenhaal, but that would have been weird. It would have been great in such a weird way. Mm-hmm. Like it would have, I feel like, been one of those series where you're like, oh, it was great, but it's like not attached to any of the Spider-Man. Right, right. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I think that's any last any thoughts. <laughs> no, I I I just I just this this is just one of those like nostalgic, not perfect, but just fun and funny movies that probably people hate more than they should. <laughs> I, don't I am glad we revisited this movie because yeah. I'm rewatching all the Spider-Mans and I was like, oh, I've been meaning to do that for a while. So we might, this might be too big of a question. Might have to not answer it. But if you could have an all-star Spider-Man movie where you can pick, you can pick the actors who play the people or you can just pick like the villains you want in it or characters. Do you have like an all-star Spider-Man? Well, this could actually actually be happening. Um, so I don't know like a ton about this, but I know that like they just did a uh, like an animated Spider-Man movie where they were trying to like bring in all these like different um, like different like like it's almost like parallel like 
universe. So they have like all these different versions of Spider-Man in one movie. Um, and that somehow ties in with something they did in the comics. Uh, and so I, I, I've heard it floated that they might put like <clears throat> all three versions of Spider-Man in one movie where they're all playing Spider-Man, but they're playing- What are the three version. versions? Uh, like, oh, like the literal, oh, the, the literal character version, yeah. Tom Holland's and Andrew. They just released the title of the movie. I don't know if you saw that. No. It's called No Way Home. So I think what what I think is Doctor Strange might put him in some kind of multiverse. Well, that's I exactly that's it. I, I think I think that's what they called the uh, the like weird like parallel universes. Um, mm -hmm. So who I mean, knows? Maybe we'll yeah. actually we wouldn't have to choose. Maybe we'll get all of them in once. And like, I just think that'd be so funny. They're <laughs> shooting currently, so they, they haven't released a lot about it, but they're shooting right now in Atlanta. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, but I know Jamie Foxx and the guy who played Doc Ock, Alfred Molina. They're they were apparently back as well. So I don't know. And mm -hmm. Steve Martin, <laughs> he's <an> old <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> that would actually be hilarious if they I did like an that. old Spider Man. He was like the first. He's like their grandpa. Now <laughs> Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy could both play. There you go, Bowfinger, wow. but Spider Man. There's our pitch. Yeah. It's it's kind of amazing how we get Bowfinger in every episode. Yep. I think it's just got to happen. It, but, it I mean, you can't like go to church without talking about the Bible, man. So can't talk about movies without <laughs> talking about Bowfinger. <laughs> to your question, Jesse, do you have an answer or no for that superstar cast or characters? I don't know, but I feel like I have to rewatch all the spider-mans now because i haven't seen them in forever other than you know the homecoming i loved flash of course tom holland but like i want to bring jk simmons back for sure he's in he's in the, the newest one he's back as jk as um j j jameson yeah they, they, they're like go. he's too good to recast basically i do also since you mentioned it i do i want to see a jake john hall spider-man i'd be curious Let's see where it goes. Or give him... Has he played a superhero ever? He played uh, the new Mysterio in the new Spider-Man movie. He was the villain. Oh, so he's in a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Doesn't work as much. I was going to be like, let's give him a let's give him a superhero. He'd be good. He'd be like, I feel like Ryan Reynolds-esque. Mm -hmm. You I... know, where he's like kind of funny. I yeah. mean, Ryan Reynolds is kind of a different. It's like yeah. really just supposed to be funny. But actually, yeah, right, right, right. I would be down. Do you know who I would be curious? Freddie Highmore. Freddie Highmore. <laughs> I love Freddie Highmore. This would be so interesting. As a superhero. He actually, I mean, he wasn't rumored, but I feel like there were a lot of, like when Tom Holland was getting casted, there were so many people attached to it. And I guess um, Nicholas Holt was one of the top people. Uh, Aza Butterfield. Or Asia, I don't know how you say his name. You would recognize him if you saw him. He was in like those, I don't know. And then um, what's his name? Dylan. Dylan. I don't know. There was a lot of people attached. I I would recommend you just going to see who was like in the casting process um, because it was actually really interesting to see. And then Leonardo DiCaprio was supposed to be Spider-Man at some point when James Cameron was going to direct one. There were a bunch of cool. Spider-Man films, a lot of scraps Spider-Man films that would have been actually really cool. Um, and then T Toby Hooper, who directed T Texas Chainsaw, he was going to make a Spider-Man film where 
he actually turned into a mutated spider and that would have been awesome <laughs> maybe there's freddie highmore's shot yeah. i <laughs> just can't like picture a- him <laughs> like all of his characters like norman bates or like the good doctor are just these like very quiet like <laughs> slow moving just to be like to then be you know tom holland makes sense i feel like when i watch like the gymnastics things and you're like oh yeah this looks like this guy could do it toby mcguire you're like this guy can't do this maybe that's <laughs> the super part of it though <laughs> yeah. but freddie highmore let's make it happen all right let's start a indiegogo raise a few <laughs> tens of millions I'll, of dollars how about on set just turns into a production company there we go we'll it. shoot it freddie <laughs> i know you're listening we're in. <laughs> That'd be great. Cheers to the best movie scene of all time. Joe, you got to do that for Halloween. You have to. I, know, I really do. You got I've... the hair for it now, or you're getting the hair for it. I do. Yeah, it's getting long. But You record that, throw that on TikTok, Instagram Reels. Literally. Viral. You go viral. <laughs> I love it. Great. Cool. Here we to, go. That's a wrap.